Welcome to City Stories, the podcast by Energy Cities. I'm Miriam Eisenman and I'm your host. This podcast is for those who want to learn how cities go about with the energy transition, how they take action with courage and creativity. Today we take a look at the democratic potential of the urban commons. The commons are those resources we all share and use, like water, energy, food or public space. I've talked to someone who deals with this in her everyday work. I've interviewed Natalie de Loon, who's the Commons Coordinator at the City Council of Amsterdam. Natalie, welcome to our City Stories podcast. Thanks for being with us today. Hi. This yeah. spring, uh, Amsterdam made the news as the City Council officially adopted the famous donut model as, as being an, a new starting point for for public policy and for the decisions that uh, are being taken uh, in the city council. Uh, that makes Amsterdam the first city in the world to make such a commitment. Can, can you shortly tell us what the donut means for people in Amsterdam and for energy democracy in particular? Uh, well, the donut, it, it, it really is a, 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 yeah, a great leap forward, um, so to say, to, to work from the donut model. So what we did is we organized loads of workshops together with Kay Rayworth on uh, how could we implement the donut in Amsterdam. So we want to work on the circular economy. We want to work on, on waste. We want to work on also on energy. Uh, what it means for people in the neighborhood, the commons, we're still elaborating that because we uh, we're also looking on what's the, what does the social, um, well, the donut obviously have the, has the outer borders, but also the inside borders. So how can we uh, work from the social basis and what does it mean? And that's when energy democracy uh, comes in and also the commons because half of the work on The circular economy would also half of the work on the donut is also work on uh, the commons, and that's why uh, we're also looking at how can we implement energy democracy, how can we support cooperatives, how can we make it easier for them, how can we create a level playing field for them. Great. So you, you already mentioned it. Um, you, you have this fantastic and quite unique mission within the Amsterdam City Council. You work on the commons. Um, can you give us a, a quick description of what this includes in Amsterdam in, in addition um, to certainly new activities then ca that come with the donut model? Well, uh, the work on the commons is, well, the, the commons are not really commonly known or anything in Amsterdam. And I think the first, the start is um, also to, to start on the narrative. So what, what the, the commons have to offer so in the newspapers, you see uh, people writing on, we need a new economy, we need a, an economy for the common good, we need um, uh, yeah, a commons-based economy or a more solidary economy. Uh, but what does it mean? I think we have a long tradition in the Netherlands of uh, commoning and commons. We have the water boards, we have uh, cooperative um, insurances in the 19th century we uh, like cooperative housing uh, it's got a long tradition as well but yet the, the governance model of the commons is not really well known or very common so to say so uh, the first thing is to um yeah to to raise awareness so to say that the commons is actually a quite sustainable 
uh, governance model. And uh, that's what we're working on by showing also that uh, it's been around for a long time and uh, you see it evolving. And when you see it evolving, um, you see it from 2005 onwards, you see loads of citizens collective organizing around food, around energy, uh, around sustainability in the neighborhood, but also around care, around employment, neighborhood employment, uh, a distance from, um, yeah, how do you call it, a distance from the labor market. You see loads of initiatives in the Netherlands and we've got a very rich and long tradition with that. So the first thing is really to show uh, that they're part of the same tree, so to say, and part of, part of the same, um, yeah, uh, a movement. Uh, mm -hmm. What's happening in Barcelona, what's happening in Naples, what's happening in Amsterdam, Seoul, it's all, uh, it's not just one initiative working on that specific piece of land to create some food because it looks nice, but it's part of a movement of citizens collectives worldwide that want to, yeah, organize themselves and want to, yeah, take control or govern part of, yeah, cre create public value together mm -hmm. with with governments and other agencies. So if you say there was uh, already, there is already a long tradition in, in this type of um, yeah, sharing resources in a collective way, but was there a specific trigger uh, for this, this work that is currently being uh, undertaken by the city council on the commons? Well, the, um, since uh, a couple of years now, we have a left-wing uh, local government and they're really interested in, in supporting the commons. So we actually have uh, uh, um, a city alderman working on the democratization. So we want to research what kind of um, possibilities can we uh, as a city undertake to uh, what kind, how can we enhance local democracy? So then you would look at, we obviously have the representative democracy, then you also have the deliberative democracy involving like, uh, um, um, yeah, how do you call it? Referenda and stuff. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, yeah, this is, how do you call it? The, the do democracy as we call it in the Netherlands. And uh, I would say, I, I would call it big commons maybe. And how can we enhance uh, that uh, yeah, that uh, aspect of the demo local democracy. So that's what we're looking at at the moment. And um, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's let's look at how sh those shared resources can be better managed, really, uh, in practice. In order to sustainably govern them, we need really innovative governance arrangements, right? And um, also new constellations of actors uh, changing a bit the the, the current um, yeah way of who is involved. So who are the key stakeholders really in Amsterdam or who are your uh, allies in, in the work you do? Well, um, the key in, in Amsterdam, we have um, um, a big movement, so to say, or like a collective of people working on, um, on, on, yeah, on commons or on societal change. We call them the city makers. And, um, and also there's a lot of city makers who wouldn't call themselves city makers, but actually are, for instance, because they're involved in a local food cooperative or because they're involved in, in the neighborhood, in care, working with, young people working with women 
Um, mm -hmm. And so we involve, um, so that will be obviously be the main part of, of our partners. Uh, but also within um, this city, there's loads of partners, people who, who are looking how to facilitate um, those kind of um, uh, those kind of movements. And we actually had in, uh, I think it was October or November, I'm not quite sure, but it was last uh, autumn. We uh, presented in Amsterdam, we presented the societal agreement or Maatschappelijk Accord, which was uh, an agreement on how to work together uh, with city makers, with uh, well, the 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 do democracy, so to mm -hmm. say. So in that agreement uh, signed by the city alderman Rutger uh, Groot Wassink, um, we um, uh, we adopted loads of um, measure uh, measures that we want to take next couple of years, and part of them is also making donut deals. Part of them is making uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, loads of measures actually uh, uh, on uh, to enhance local democracy and also uh, looking at how to enhance public commons partnerships. And that mm -hmm. will be inspired also, I don't know, like in Barcelona, Naples, cities in, in the south of Europe, but also in Seoul and other cities, Madrid. Um, go local governments have adopted uh, local... Um, uh, legal frameworks that support the commons. So in Naples, it would be looking at, um, uh, how do you call it, um, um, uh, cultural heritage sites. In Madrid, it's actually quite broad and from uh, air quality to LGBTI rights to uh, local squares. Um, mm -hmm. And looking to, yeah, to partner with uh, in commons with local stakeholders. That's actually the, the the goal of the local governments over there. And can you give us a, a concrete example on how um, Amsterdam municipality facilitates the commons management by its citizens? How how do you manage to open up space for civil society around um, yeah energy, uh, air, food, whatever? Yeah, so in energy, we actually have a big movement. Uh, it's called O2025, and it, O20 is, not, is an abbreviation, really, of Amsterdam, and 25 is the aim for the organization. They say we want to be zero um, CO2, uh, Amsterdam zero, zero uh, CO2 in, in 2025. So it's a citizens' movement, really, um, who are building uh, on... Um, uh, cooperative, supporting knowledge, sharing knowledge, uh, organizing people, um, all sorts of things, supporting um, how to start a cooperative. And it's all focused around energy. So once, it used to be once a week, but I think it's now every month or so, uh, or maybe every two weeks, organizing uh, breakfast, energy breakfasts on uh, yeah, how to become uh, zero uh, climate neutral, basically, energy-wise. So uh, that's a, a big partner. And then we have three, I think, quite exciting uh, examples of um, big commons uh, projects in, a, in the Netherlands working on heat. And we've got loads of examples, actually, of energy cooperatives in the Netherlands uh, working on solar energy. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm actually part of them, a part of one of the, it, it's a big ecostome, so in, uh, it's quite plug and play cooperative, but you can be, um, they have, um, or we have 
uh, roofs uh, of local schools. And then we have this really great um, yeah, local law that you can, uh, as a collective, be part of um, uh, a neighborhood building. And um, at the end of the year, you sort of, um, yeah, how do you call it? Like, like uh, if I use a uh, thousand kilowatts um, a year, and my solar panels will have uh, collected uh, uh, nine hundred, then I only nine hundred kilowatts. I will only pay one hundred to like to the electricity company. So that's basically um, for a favorable price, uh, mm -hmm. because I also give energy to the net. So that's that's one of the legal frameworks that's nat national that's supporting those kind of cooperatives. And then we're also looking by giving local support how to how to uh, enhance more cooperatives. In heat, it's quite quite a um, more difficult story. Uh, because well, more it's uh, quite challenging because uh, it needs more infrastructure. And then you get questions: of Who owns the infrastructure? Uh, how can we? What would be the best time? So we have three cooperatives. Uh, citizens initiatives uh, looking at uh, ways to uh, to organize a different um, to organize a, a, a citizen owned network so that would for instance be meer energy uh, in the mm -hmm. Watergrasmeer they're looking at um, uh, they started off quite some years ago how can we work with the Jaap Edeban which is a famous skating ice skating um, um, place and mm -hmm. now there's a big uh, data center so how can we use surplus heat uh, in order to uh, heat the houses and then there's another cooperative cooperative in uh, west amsterdam west uh, ketelhuis bij geterijn and they organizing uh, they're actually looking into ways uh, to um yeah, organize heat and uh, climate neutrality in uh, the neighborhood. And then we have another one in Gasperdam, uh, which is uh, Gasperdam Groen Gas. And they're actually looking to install a biogas project. So all these three projects are supported by both the municipality and loads of other um, mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, funds because it's, it's like big projects. You don't. Is, yeah. is this financial support uh, a subsidy or how? What form does it take? I think it's uh, subsidies from from now uh, mm -hmm. to do uh, to do the research and then yeah, but it will take more than just a subsidy to in order to uh, to organize it in the long mm -hmm. run. Mm -hmm. Wow, the, these sound great. Those those initiatives. I, I guess they are mostly involving people who are already very much aware of the of the challenges. Um, so even though Amsterdam is certainly pioneering in, in commons, I guess not everybody is a city maker yet and not every citizen. If, if we want people to care more about the commons, um, we, we certainly need to, to tell them what the challenges are. I, I recently discovered this Dutch uh, commoners platform, the Demains. I don't know if you have been involved in it, but I was quite impressed by the way they, they mapped um, the commons initiatives that exist in Amsterdam and I think that's a great way of uh, giving visibility to, to the topic and to the people behind it um, but this is probably more addressing people who are already yeah, looking for this type of information what, what do you do to create interest uh, even for yeah, people who are more laymen in the field 
how do you attract people's attention in Amsterdam on, on the urban commons? Well, actually, we recently published um, a, a catalog, like the whole commons catalog. It was made by uh, an artist who is involved in one of the first food cooperatives in Amsterdam. And um, she was looking into the commons, but then I think, um, uh, so it's also about visibility, awareness. But I think uh, if you look at, um, uh, for instance, a nice example is uh, the Mains, and we made a film about the Mains is a living cooperative. And they say, then you have the people organizing it and they're really enthusiastic. They know what they're talking about. And they say, and what we do is to organize the finance um, uh, get it there with the people who need it. So I, th I guess that's um, everybody's got their own talents and some people are good at organizing, understanding um, the system, understanding uh, um, alternatives for uh, uh, gas or, uh, or natural gas or understanding alternatives for um, so, yeah, for uh, uh, dirty energy and making it mm -hmm. clean, and, and other people have it have other talents, and I think you can't expect everybody to be um, to be doing the same thing. Uh, so uh, some people are yeah front runners, uh, so mm -hmm. to say, and are really organizing things for a bigger group who are participants, and that's also fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you need to target well the, your, your communication or your activities so that the people feel concerned by it, right? We, we, will, link, we will put the link uh, to your catalog uh, on the podcast uh, page on, on the Energy Cities website as well for those listeners who want to um, have a look at it and, and see how Amsterdam communicates about the commons. Um, Natalie, thank you very much for coming on our City Stories podcast Okay, welcome. Yeah, I'm very curious uh, to hear about experiences in other cities. And uh, if anybody wants to get involved in Amsterdam, please let me know. Today's episode was brought to you by the EU project Empower. Empower explores how cities and citizens can manage the energy transition together in a fair, clean and democratic way. Participation can happen at various stages, from involving citizens, local NGOs or businesses in the policy design, to any stage of the energy value chain, for example, as shareholders or even prosumers. The Empower project gets funding from the European Horizon 2020 program. Go to the website municipalpower.org to learn more about Empower. And don't forget to regularly check out Energy Cities website energy-cities.eu. We provide you with political updates and great stories around the energy transition in Europe. energy-cities.eu